Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? I'm going really good, Shay. It's uh, my official last day at work, so way more time for Apex, right? <laughs> that is exactly how you should be thinking, no, right? No, probably not. Definitely. Time to work hours even harder. and hours in Apex. No, no. Take a day. Take a day. Just one. One day. I could probably Apex. do that. I and World of Warships. Yes. <laughs> the latest edition. Oh. The latest one. Yep. Uh, we got a fun episode though today. Today we're covering the latest news, including Apex Mobile being canceled and sharing all of our thoughts on the topic. But before we dive into the episode, all the news, the great questions. If you want a question answered on the show, ask it in our Discord channel meant for questions or leave it in the form of a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Also, if you'd like to drop us a follow on Twitter, Eric Kurudoshe and the HP Burson. Get Apex stuff over there. I'm not as good at tweeting only Apex stuff. Henry will give you the Apex content you need. I almost said some bad things about the Lakers on oh. my Twitter the other night. So if you if you are interested in sports takes as well, you can get that from me over there. So yeah. <laughs> Twitter is where it at. It's at. Um if you want to support the show, currently we are only monetized based off of our generous patrons. So if you want to keep the third party going, check out our Patreon. We have a lot of fun benefits over there and a really strong community on Discord. Appreciate every single one of you and uh, always happy to, to grow that community. So check out our Patreon. Really, really appreciate it. With that, though, let's dive into the news. First piece of news, Apex is back on the up and up. We have hit our highest peak player counts in September. Up to 413,000 players on January 29th. Henry, this is obviously supposed to be the worst time in Apex Legends right now. What's contributing to this uh, high player count from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, you look at the date and the timing and you think that, wow, this collection event brought people back. Everybody loved, you know, this uh, this Lunar New Year Apex event. Um I'm willing to accept that because I, I still stand by. It's a pretty good event. I think last time we were on the podcast, I said, you know what? I like the weapon skin being the peacekeeper, recolor, reactive. Yeah. But people should know I don't pay for any events. So I'm never <laughs> spending 160 bucks on anything. But hey. hey. I was I was just gonna say, I was on the side of like not liking mm-hmm. it as much. But that wasn't the event overall. That was just that skin. I think the event overall is is still a pretty dang good one. I think it is too. It's getting too much heat. But I do not think that the event is necessarily the leading cause of this being a peak, you know, player moment for mm-hmm. multi-month record is pretty impressive. I think we are getting into the key apex time. That this is after you know the the holidays, after the AAA releases, mm-hmm. they're all underperforming. People are saying they're bored of every game. They're coming back to Apex, and it's only going to go up with season sixteen. So buckle your seatbelts because Apex is going to set some records coming up here soon. It's going to be an exciting time with the launch of the new season here in a bit. 
Next piece of news, though, ALGS London is starting soon. The split one playoffs will start this week, February 2nd to 5th. Uh, PM GMT time, 9 a.m. Civic time. Henry, we don't talk about esports normally until after the show or after the event. So we will talk about it later. But anything to kind of prep people for the ALGS and then maybe uh, do you have a team you're rooting for in particular? Um, I always enjoy watching the ALGS when I can on a second monitor at work. Um, I think you should if you can. Um, these European ones, you know, it's not the best timing i think you know starting off in the morning on a weekday is pretty tough um but what i would say is my favorite part is the b stream so tune into the b stream should be with nice wig again uh that's kind of the most fun to be had we'll have some more updates next week um but this is really only a beginning of uh the championship yeah shouts to the b stream that's for sure and uh go tsm i'm a little fanboy let's go ceo gonna get a dub good man Next piece of news, this is the shortest split yet, and we just wanted to talk about it here for a second. Um, The split started on January 17th, ending on February 14th with the launch of the new season. As of now, dates can always change, but that's what we know as of now. Olympus is still our ranked map. Olympus is not our ranked map still anymore. My apologies. We talked about it a little bit last week. What do you think, though, just about this length of a split? How does it play into how much you're playing ranked, how much you're enjoying Apex? Map stuff may be aside, because the map stuff is just this odd thing on the outskirts of everything. Yeah, I think that altogether, this is a really weird split that I think personally makes me feel that it doesn't really matter. And I think probably a lot of players feel that way, like... Oh, don't really need to try that hard. This is such a short split. There's not much you can do. The disappointment or the uncertainty about the map, I think, also affects people. Um, But I think the bright side here is because it is such a short split, I think that is really going to help the case for Respawn to just continue with World's Edge going into the first split of next season. So I think. Maybe for the first time in a long time, we'll have a lot of stability on what has traditionally been the ranked favorite map. Um, Mm -hmm. So that might be a positive. A lot of people are cooling on World's Edge for various reasons uh, (laughs) on the ranked side. But uh, I think that might be the one silver lining to this really weird split. Yeah. I I think the cooling might just be we haven't had a map update mm-hmm. on World's Edge in a while, which is natural when we have you know two new maps since and updates for everything else that needs to come. Um, man, it's just a it's been a weird time, that's for sure. Uh, but I think you're right. The short split does make it more palatable if they want to go back to back. So I'm interested to see what this you know season launch looks like and the next split ends up being, but. You got limited time if you're trying to grind to hit some ranks, and you just got to know that uh, out the gate right now. Next piece of news. The big one, though. EA has officially canceled Apex Legends Mobile. I'm going to start with a quote from the Respawn team. Quote, we have made the painful decision to sunset Apex Legends Mobile. This decision does not come with ease. Factors beyond our control have prevented us from maintaining the high-quality experience and content that our players deserve. 
As a result, the game will sunset on May 1st, 2023 at 4 p.m. PDT, after which it will no longer be playable. Our gratitude to our players and teams for joining us on the Apex Legends Mobile, even if for a short while, is uneating from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Respawn also went on to say in a follow-up article that Apex Legends Mobile has, quote, begun to fall short of the bar for quality, quantity, and cadence. It is for this reason, after months of working with our development partner, that we have made the mutual decision to sunset our mobile game. This decision for Apex Legends Mobile is platform-specific and is independent of the game on PC and consoles. As a franchise, Apex Legends is strong, and we're looking forward to sharing exciting updates in the future. It was also let out that there will be no refunds given for purchases made in Apex Legends Mobile up until this time. And this also comes on the heels of news that Apex Legends Mobile had hit $40 million in revenue after eight months, but has been declining in earnings and downloads since. It made $3.5 million in December, down from $7 million in May last year. Henry, big one. And shocking as well. I don't think either you or I were expecting to see this news today. What do you think? Like, what's your first reaction, gut instinct to hearing this stuff? I was very, very shocked. Now that I researched and kind of understand the numbers a little bit more now, it makes a lot more sense. Um, I think one of the reasons that it was a big shock is we have been blown away by the quality and the content on mobile. New legends, new heirlooms, different abilities, new game modes, all these amazing features that we just drool over, you know, from the main game Mm -hmm. to kind of get hit with not only is it not doing well, but you got a few more weeks and then we're shutting the whole thing down was a big shock. Um, However, when mobile came out, we kind of were seeing all this hype and all this buzz. We're not mobile gamers. We didn't switch no. over the podcast to start talking about mobile. So it definitely wasn't in our focus, but I had assumed that things were going well. Things were never going well. Apex Mobile was pretty much a failure from the beginning based off the numbers. Um, when we compare like the revenue or the player base to other mobile games, other mobile BR games, um, Apex never had any traction sadly mm-hmm. um you know being able to hit 40 million dollars within eight months of launch pretty bad when you think about call of duty mobile does about 30 million every single month and mm-hmm. PUBG mobile which is pretty much one of the top mobile games globally um for years now they do about 160 million a month sometimes more so Apex, even though feature-wise, I was really happy with it, I was proud, it did not reach the virality that its competitors do. So, sad to see it go. What I'm more curious about here is, at least in the statement, they seem to really put the blame on their development partner, which we know is Tencent. Yeah, they definitely, I mean, they focus directly on quantity and quality Mm -hmm. and cadence of updates. And I know there's been some discussions and issues of like bugs in the game, lag, unplayability. I do want to put, like, I want to put something into that. Yeah. But at the same time, they also announced that they're canceling Battlefield Mobile 
which is in development. So I think it's not just a fully isolated thing. They're definitely making a choice to say that you know mobile games just aren't working for us right now. Um, and it's a space we're willing to get out of and eat the sunk cost of. But yeah, I was definitely, it was a little interesting to hear that. Because I think from you and I's perspective, yes, there's kind of been a gap in when we've talked about Apex Legends Mobile on the pod. And I know that the next season release was delayed and that was announced yeah. because of the lack of quality in the game right now. But there was a long time there where it was night and day that Apex Mobile content was coming out at a rate that the main game wasn't even close to matching. So full th- full 180, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, really shocking. I just, I read after months of working with our development partner that we have made the mutual decision to sunset our mobile game. That doesn't sound nice. Like that mm. sounds like we were working with them for a long time and they failed to meet our expectations again and again. I don't know. Maybe it is more mutual than that, but I everyone don't know. You knows have mutual the PR is not mutual. Lens here. It's yeah, like it's not mutual. when <laughs> when an NFL coach and a team announces that they've mutually parted ways. That's just stay face BS. That's yeah. that's never the truth. And no, I can't say that with a hundred percent certainty. And we shouldn't because we never know what's really going on behind the scenes. But that's generally generally a cop out in news from what we have seen in the past at least uh, yeah. to your point definitely putting some some blame on the development team and to be a fly on the wall for some of those conversations would have been really interesting <laughs> totally there's the there's the takes i think at the end of this just you know it's not affecting our show we're not not doing apex on mobile content by any means i think the toughest thing is where do you stand on the uh no refunds for gamers that have spent money on this game. Do you think they should have been refunded or is that a risk when you play a video game and buy stuff in the game that the game can be deactivated at a moment's notice? I don't know. I'm such a mean guy. I say, yeah, no refunds. That's, that's yeah. kind of part of it. I think all gamers know that they're, if you get bored of a game, you can't get a refund, you know? So if a game dies in popularity, you're not going to yeah. get a refund. This case seems a little bit more, obviously, more aggressive than that yeah. because not only are they just saying, hey, we're not going to come out with any more updates or, hey, we're not going to be, we're going to be turning off the servers in a year. Yeah. They're saying- Like Hyperscape took a long time to shut down yeah, they're when saying that happened. Immediately, yeah. we are done. I can understand why people would, you know, raise the question about refunds because I cannot remember a time where a game has been deleted like that. They're saying it's yeah. a sunset. It normally takes a few like more than a few weeks to to sunset a game. Like yeah. Normally you think about okay, like probably going to give you 12 months to, mm-hmm. to still run out the servers, but and there an update or two might still come out. Yeah, as well, potentially. Like, but it's pretty fast. So my opinion is you shouldn't be expecting any refunds. But this is a very aggressive deletion of the game. So yeah, you can you can be upset. Yeah, I think you're you're right. And the it's all you know it's money, hard earned money that people are spending on the game. It's always it's always going to be people frustrated. I mean, 
get frustrated if you spend money on Call of Duty and the game doesn't launch, which is what I'm currently experiencing <laughs> right now. So, um, you know, things happen. Anything else, though, on this topic? I mean, pour one out for Apex Legends Mobile. Yeah. Like, it's too bad. This was a really big deal to us. And, you know, it's good to hear them come out and say, like, hey, this, is, this was an isolated thing. The IP is great. We could have assumed that, but good to still hear, I think. It's just tough. We thought this was going to be a big step for them in terms of increasing the viability of the Apex Legends IP internationally. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think that just the market for mobile games is so incredibly massive that we were optimistic. But I can't say that I was really a champion for mobile. I downloaded it, but we weren't like big believers because the the main game is so good. But we were in some way rooting for the success of mobile because of how many amazing features were included that we hoped, yeah. okay, if they can expand the game in mobile and they get a lot of positive feedback from certain features, they will be forced to bring those features into the main game. Sadly, Even at the very beginning, there was no possibility of that because the numbers were so bad. Like I'm I'm kind of shocked that they really weren't able to to make money with how much content was coming out in the first few months. Like I'm still processing. This is hot off the press. So this is probably the biggest news we've ever gotten as close to the episode recording in a long time. Yeah. So it's definitely Normally, Henry and I talk about this stuff for a day or hours oh, yeah. before we talk on the show. You were, you guys are really getting the raw reactions right now. This is definitely is weird to say the least. It's something that's going to take some time to adjust to the news, and we'll see what if anything else comes out of the aftermath of, of this uh, on the Apex side of things. But move on though to the next piece of news. We got some updates to DDoSing in Apex Legends. Respawn came out and tweeted: Predators, Masters, and Diamond. Apex players, this one's for you. We've just rolled out DDoS protection for Diamond through Predator lobbies. This will be noted by a small shield symbol next to your server. While this is still ever-evolving, we'd love to know what you think. Well, what people think is not the best so far, uh, especially coming from the top of the food chain. Imperial Hal on stream has claimed that it's actually made things worse since this update, stating, quote, Honestly, I think the DDoS protection made it even worse because not only... When you DDoS, you DDoS the whole server for the server the first time. Now you can somehow DDoS singular people somehow. Hal said, quote, you can legit DDoS one person and just get them killed. It's not the whole server anymore. It's just one person. Hal fell subject to this a few times on stream. Uh, I think definitely some frustration from that arising. What do you think about this? Was this kind of an example of, you know, Great idea from the respawn team. Obviously, good intentions, but executed poorly. Or do we need to put more into this and put more into what Hal's saying about it? Yeah, I I can't speak to it because I don't really experience this at all. Like, yeah, I don't. It's even only see the highest people. Yeah, like, and I haven't even seen them talk about this for months and months and months. Like, I think it was probably early last summer that we were talking about DDoSing um, a lot. Like I remember 4th of July, I think, 2022. Um, yeah. Maybe 2021. 
I don't know, time flies. But I remember there was a 4th of July, <laughs> I think it was last year, and this was a big issue. Um, I hope it'll continue to be iterated on. You know, this was kind of a, a random time to come up with or come out with a server update that's kind of mm-hmm. security based. Um, so we'll see. Maybe there'll be maybe there'll be a dev note in the season sixteen patch notes. Yeah. You, you never know. Maybe we can hope for that. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. It's odd. We never want to see the f- top players getting bugged out of the game by any means. But I think obviously the intention is they're trying to do something. They're trying to fix something. I'm sure this will, to their point, continue to evolve so they can fix things. And last piece of news for the day. Maybe the biggest news of all the news. Titanfall is 90% off on Steam right now. $3. Go buy it if you have not already. Skip on the Patreon payment for the month. Buy Titanfall. You're gonna not regret it. It's just, oh my god, it's such a deal, man. Such a deal. It's an amazing game. I have been reflecting on the games that kind of shaped me since my childhood, and Titanfall 2 is an incredible, incredible game. And I've bought it on every device, so I'm not gonna miss out on this deal on Steam. Mm-hmm. Definitely think that it's an important one to to try out at least the campaign, you know, that's the thing. It's a honestly like playing it back, it's shorter than maybe we remember. Um, yeah. But definitely. a really good campaign and really fun multiplayer if you get into a good lobby. So I recommend it. I we'll talk about it on the Patreon episode. That's all I gotta say. If you want to hear right. plans for private lobbies and fun community stuff, we're talking about it on this week's Patreon episode. And uh, Titanfall might come up now. I like that teaser. Uh, Before we get into some questions, though, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Okay, let's wrap this up with some five-star questions. First question, a five-star one coming from Cosmic. Hey, Henry and Shay, long-time listener, first-time reviewer. I'm a day-one player and have been listening to the pod since season four. Love seeing you guys grow and develop this pod over the past three years. As an avid consumer of Apex content, I find myself fascinated with the movement in Apex. I've tried to master it just as much as I can on console, but I am limited to the platform I play on. When I play against tap, strafing, super, gliding, hyper, jumping wraiths, it makes me wish for movement like that. In order to even the playing field, do you think more movement should be added to the platform with less, or should movement be removed from the platform that has more? And now you guys say don't apologize for long questions, so I won't. Thanks for the great pod. Unapologetic. I love it. Yeah, love it. Great question. Um, I have a take. Shoot it. it, I don't think it's a widespread opinion, Um, at least among content creators. I believe that advanced movement mechanics like tap strafing should be removed. I don't think that that should just be made universal um, to all input types. Because although maybe it's not technically an exploit, it's not in the design of the game. You know, it's, and it doesn't really even make sense to be in the game. Like you see it happen or you do it yourself. That's not a natural movement. That's why it's hard to be hit because it's yeah. not, it's kind of counter to the movement in the game. So, as a traditionalist, as always, 
I would actually <laughs> say take this out because even though maybe you call it a bug, but once you have a four-year-old game and the bug's still in there, it's probably a feature. This was not the intention of Apex Movement. So I would probably lean more on take it out. That's interesting. I understand the perspective. I think selfishly as a controller player on PC, I would love for that to be the case as well. I think just from a game perspective, I think you know it happens all the time in video games where a game is released and movement that's not expected or some ability that's not expected to be able to be done is found by the best players. And that creates viral moments. It creates clips. It mm-hmm. creates fun, exciting gameplay. And I think that's the reason, you know, it has never been called a bug and it's maybe it has been, but it's not really referred to as a bug and it stayed in the game. And I think it'll continue to stay in the game despite that, because it, you know, at the end of the day, video games are about fun and people that can tap strafe, like it's a lot of fun for them. And I do think there's a conversation to be had about the movement of between consoles rather than anything else. Um, But honestly, like, it's so rare where I see somebody tap strafing, super gliding, all that kind of stuff, and it's the reason I die. Like I can't even tell you how many times that someone's tried to tap strafe and I just stay ADS and you know beam them, and it's you know there you go, end of the game, GG for them. So I'm not like super bothered by it. The, the one thing I'll just call out though, if I was gonna, if I'm gonna plant my flag anywhere, is uh, moving while looting boxes on controller console i think should either be possible or shouldn't be possible on mouse and keyboard i think that one is too frequent of an occurrence that impacts gameplay and armor swapping in such an intense way that it should you know there should be something done there that's my like flagpole plant that i'll uh, i'll go out with yeah uh, i like that and i kind of agree that i don't get upset you know, by these discrepancies either. No, you know, I still no. win games. I win gunfights. And you and I, I think, have such a good like perspective on this because we're controller players in PC lobbies. So yes, we see it a lot. <laughs> we experience this more than anybody else and still kind of overcome it. Yeah. So it'd be great to have like a stance, I would say, actually, if anything, from the developers. Like to your point mm-hmm. of the game was not intended to do this. Like a hundred percent. So, can we hear from the developers? It's a bug. The game wasn't intended to do this. We really think this is a cool thing that's kind of come out of the game. We're going to continue to keep it, or you know, vice versa, kind of thing, or take action on it. Like that kind of communication would be cool. Um, but we're we're removed from it being controversial at this point. So I yeah. doubt we get anything like that uh, in the near future. So, yeah. <laughs> Last five star question from for the day coming from Parker and Arthur. Back with another question. Do you think it's wrong to try and get good at a legend just, not only, but main reason, because you like their heirloom, so you want a reason to get it? (laughs) I am in love with Crypto's heirloom. The sword is so cool and the animations are clean. I really like playing Recon Legends as I appreciate the assault class feeling while still providing support to the team. I main Bloodhound, but I really have a top four of legends I consistently play. Bloodhound, Gibraltar, Mirage, and Vantage, fairly in that order. I have heirlooms for Bloodhound, Gibby, and Mirage, and my 
next fave is crypto i really like his character in lore i used to play him a lot but lately he has been really frustrating to actually play in br because of his overwhelming low power level but i still stick with him a lot in control so it's not just for the heirloom but it's a big factor am i so wrong for that Oh, man, have I been down this road, specifically with the crypto heirloom as well. And to yeah, cut to the to end him. of the story, I have the crypto heirloom, and I play a lot more crypto than I used to. I disagree on the power thing, though. I The reason I was willing to do crypto's heirloom, and here's my line of thinking with heirlooms generally. I get the heirloom for whoever I play the most, naturally. If I'm going to get an heirloom for, you know, because if, if I'm playing Horizon and there's no Horizon heirloom and I have shards or the opportunity to get a new one, I'll only get it, one, if I really want it, and then two, if, uh, if I think they're relevant and ranked. Because how I play Apex, I'll grind ranked a lot, and so I need them to be somebody that I don't want to waste an heirloom on a legend I'll never play is kind of my thing if I continue to grind ranked. So... I I personally couldn't do it just on the cool factor. If I did, I'd have the rev heirloom to be totally transparent. Um, but to each their own is honestly my thing. If you're willing to spend time on a new legend or character because the heirloom is so cool, to each their own, I think you could do it. Crypto is such a hard one because he's probably the least friendly solo queue legend in the game. Like I would say you honestly should do this for maybe any other legend, but it's tough. What words? What's your line of thinking though on this one, Henry? Um, well, I I just kind of want to second the idea about just our focus on ranked, because recently I've played probably a handful, if not a dozen, uh, pubs games, okay. and I win almost every game, like with <laughs> the team, and it's crazy to me because I never play pubs anymore, and. By the end of the first ring, there's five squads left. So if you play positioning, you just automatically get the win. Like it's yeah. so different from what I play day in and day out that it, it's shocking. And getting an heirloom, playing a legend that works in ranked is definitely crucial for us. Um, what I'll say though on this topic, if you are wanting to play a legend because you want to spend money on their heirloom, you are keeping Apex in business. So you are not doing anything wrong. Like, I unfortunately don't work like that. I just play to win. I like the mechanics. I don't have a huge desire to spend money on the game really ever. But if you do, then Apex is doing their job. And mm-hmm. I will say the crypto heirloom is S tier without it's a doubt. One of those cosmetics. So yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. I. I support it. I think that crypto is so hard. Like you said, Jay, not solo friendly, which is really brutal. But if you have a team and you play a lot of ranked, an aggressive crypto is so fun and so overwhelming. And yeah, is, crypto one person. Yeah. Or hopefully someday. One hopefully someday you write a book about you know aggressive crypto because no one else on plays stream. like this. It's it's really something. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, that's a great question though. But that's gonna wrap up our episode. Uh and so thank you so much for the questions and thank you to our producer of the third party 10 who supports us over on Patreon. 
hit the plus on Apple and drop us a follow on Spotify. Check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to the third party podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.